21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I believe that technology can serve as a consumer advocate in a lot of different ways. And that's what I believe this whole AI revolution is going to happen with, is it could serve as that consumer advocacy side. You know, when we think about generative AI, there's a lot of pieces being built out on the enterprise side. There's still very few pieces being built for the actual day-to-day -day consumer. And I believe that generative AI fills that gap. And there's going to be companies that are going to really be able to build off of that. For me, it's what's all the stuff Martin, in your life that you don't want to go do, why not have bots and AI actually go take care of that? Not just thinking about, you know, how do I go and cancel a bill, but what about negotiating bills, right? What about dealing with those tasks, those mundane tasks that take up time to go and deal with? What about going and dealing with a medical bill? What about the idea of, hey, I've got phone calls coming in from different individuals. What if AI could actually go and handle that? That's the, that's the spectrum that I see really with this, that AI can help the consumer and level the playing field for them um, around this. Where we really kind of focus our attention on today within Cambio as a startup, is we are focusing on consumers that have issues with their credit and their finances. And what we believe is that we can leverage generative AI and AI bots to go and help consumers deal with those debts by helping them negotiate better. So we've gotten into the point where we can help people talk to their collectors and, you know, collectors are professional negotiators, right? Like they've been trained to go do that. The average consumer doesn't know how to go and negotiate. Now you have AI listening in on your calls and telling you what to say back. You can even have it where our bots will actually go and call on your behalf and deal with it. The expansion that we see is now getting into what are all the other mundane tasks in your life that you don't want to go do. Whether it's, hey, I've got a cable bill that's increased in price. I don't want to go and negotiate it. Wait on the phone for you know an hour before I even talk to somebody. Have a bot go do that. Um, or even... The concept of, hey, I just got a new bill coming in that I wasn't expecting. A lot of consumers don't understand how to go and negotiate those pieces, whether it's a medical bill that you just received. That's why we believe that AI can be that consumer advocate compared to you trying to have to go and figuring it out on your own, because that's a scary, lonely task. And sometimes you don't even want to share it with your family and friends that I just received a $2,000 medical bill. What do I go do? right? And they may not have the answer. So you go search the web and you get 30 different answers on how to go deal with it. Instead, using the, the advances of what's happening within generative AI to your advantage is one way to go and service this consumer advocacy um, and, and leveraging generative AI for that. taking care of yourself as an entrepreneur, right? Especially when you're one of the founders or you're the CEO, you tend to, you, that becomes the last priority. 
that you focus in on. And it's been interesting, you know, during my first startup, didn't really take care of myself. It was all about the grind. It was a big, big push for three years to get the business launched. I quit my job, didn't have much income coming in. We didn't have any revenue for the first year. You know, I was really kind of struggling financially, personally, from a just wellness perspective, from the mental side and from the physical side. And eventually we sold, got myself back into a situation where I was okay physically, and then, you know, missed the startup game, right? And so got back into this startup space um, and kind of fell back into my old routines again of, embracing the grind it's the day-to-day -day. you got to focus in on the business it's all about the business that's all you really care about right and we we were fortunate enough as within cambio to get into y combinator in summer of 2022 and one of the things that they say as one of their i would say 12 principles is take care of yourself both mentally and physically I still didn't listen. I still didn't listen, right? And so this is now September of 2022. Still wasn't really taking care of myself. Um, was doing a little things here and there, but it became a mental grind, especially when you're going through fundraising, your company's kind of growing, and you're trying to go ahead and just keep up with everything. And the last thing that you prioritize is sometimes your personal relationships, what you're doing for yourself mentally and physically. So I finally took it upon myself really this last summer. So we're we're in October now, 2023, this last summer, um, to just get back to physically taking care of myself. Um, you know, there's when you think about exercise, mental health, all those things, the simple excuse is I don't have time. The simple reality is what that means is you're just not prioritizing it, right? And so ultimately I started to really focus myself back into getting back to the gym giving myself time to kind of reset mentally, I started getting into med uh, meditation. So what do I do from a daily perspective? I, I do get up pretty early um, every morning. You know, I kind of jump in at um, 4, spend uh, 4 a.m. and I'll start meditation at that point, um, reading the Bible, reading a small amount of books um, and get myself into a situation of really just understanding what it is that I want to go do. Um, the second thing that I started doing, and I always kind of chuckled because I was younger and didn't realize the importance of this was actually journaling, like putting down simple things, right? What are you grateful for? What are some of the challenges that you face? Because the beauty of that is the next time you face a big challenge, it's nice to go back and look back at a point where you were facing a challenge and how you came through. Because when you're in it, it feels like the weight of the world is against you. When you kind of come out of it, you kind of realize eh, it wasn't really the weight of the world. There's a few things that you were kind of dealing with that you kind of, it felt like it was going to take a long time to go and get through, but every day felt like it was like a year, but ultimately it was about a week's worth of, you know, troubles that you were facing and you kind of came out of that. Right. Um, and then the third thing that I really started to do was just getting back to exercising. And um, now what I've incorporated in again, back, back to just based on suggestions that I've had, you know, even going back to last year was just started reading again. Um, just reading books um, and any book that you find inter interesting, it could be anything from reading novels to, you know, self-help to how do you become a better entrepreneur? Reading it overall is just going to give you a different perspective, whether you agree with it or not. It also allowed me to get into a different mental mindset too, where I'm not constantly thinking about the business and it forces you to kind of get out of your head. And one important thing for me, 
for others, it may be different. For a long time, I was doing uh, I was doing audibles and uh, listening to the recorded books. Um, to me, having the physical book in your hand while you're actually reading it is really, really important because it makes me concentrate. Uh, it makes me have to read every single word, right? I can't just think about something else while I'm listening to the book. Um, so that was one of the more important things. And I feel like, like now when I come to a decision point, I'm not as panicked or it's not, you know, my life is not dependent on the business. It still is, don't get me wrong. But I feel like I've gotten to a little bit better of a balance at this point. I started my career actually in the banking landscape. Um, so the running joke for me was always, uh, I was in their, I was at a bank and I was in their leadership development program. So what that meant was every six weeks I would rotate to a different department. So I never had a desk. I was always having a box that I would just move from one place to another. And I eventually went on to lead um, business development and helped uh, some of the data and analytics practices. So that really led into my first startup that I had, which was a SaaS data and analytics solution that was helping banks and credit unions with predictive analytics, and then also getting uh, basic functional dashboarding through a SaaS solution. Um, so we we started as a bootstrap company. We sold as a bootstrap company when we got to you know our acquisition in three years. Um, ultimately, we got acquired. I always knew I'm a builder. I'm not somebody who can kind of tinker around in the corporate landscape. And that's when I started Cambio um, and my co-founder also jumped on board. Our first iteration of Cambio was actually, we were a neobank. So our mission was to help the people that couldn't necessarily get a bank account, um, access bank accounts, change behaviors, become a little bit different in what they were doing. And one of the things that we ended up doing was actually pivoting away from that based on some of the learnings that we had, not being a neobank, not offering, a checking account, and then fully jumping into this world of credit recovery. Um, the world really changed for us and for, I think, everybody with what happened with generative AI. Um, you know, November 2022 came around. And when you think about the world that we're living or we were living in, there wasn't the ability to go and do, you know, instant searches or instant questions and getting results back on it where we saw the opportunity come into play for with, with what we built within Cambio was how do we leverage something like generative AI to provide back to the consumer? So that's our journey towards that point. Uh, and then now, you know, one of the things that we're really leveraging to our advantage as a company has been all the data that we have on our consumers to fine tune models and build that up because that's going to be our advantage as a company, right? When you think about this AI landscape, you talk to any VC, you talk to other entrepreneurs, what is the big advantage that any company has, right? Like there's this whole talk around, are you just a wrapper around OpenAI or, or Anthropic or any of these other providers? The simple answer for us is the way that we get better is leveraging the data that we do have about consumer behaviors and actually using that to fine tune models so that we stand out when it comes to showing what we can provide to consumers, but then also showing how we're differentiated back to VCs.
When it comes to security, you know, personal information, because we're in a world where we're taking in a lot of personal information about our consumers, everything from their SSN all the way down to getting their credit report data, right? Um, so it's really, really important to maintain privacy security when it comes to that. So when we thought about how we were going to leverage something like generative AI, the first use case that we went to naturally was going to leverage um, OpenAI because they were so far ahead of the game. And when we went out to go and build out our solution on top of OpenAI to begin with, we were very, very careful of not putting in any personal information in. We were vectoring. We were going down a pathway where we were guarding against providing any of the personal information. Now where we've gotten to is we're actually building out our own private LLM, not building out, not necessarily in regards to building an LLM uh, per se, where we're leveraging an open source model, but then fine tuning it by actually using data that we already have about our consumers to now make this something that's proprietary, one where we can actually feed in data, knowing that it's going to be within our environment and to really build that out because we knew that this is going to be the next step, right? Because the way that we approach this was, yeah, if we went down the open source pathway to begin with, we didn't know how well this is going to work for our for our app. We figured out it worked well on the open AI side of it. Now, the next step for us as we continue to scale, build up, wanting to go ahead and make sure our models are very effective for our individual features and functions that benefit our members, that's why we decided to go and pivot and utilize the the open source models to actually go and fine tune that and build out our own proprietary you know llm model not necessarily in the sense of starting from scratch but leveraging those open source models Here in the US, people with bad credit scores disproportionately end up being more of the minority population, right? So one of the things that we know within our data is that 73% of our customers fit a minority class and we're able to help them improve their credit score. So from a social impact perspective, our app is helping the people that feel like they're the ones that are left out of the system where most of these consumers aren't trying to go and get a handout. They're not trying to go out and say, hey, give me, give me, give me. They just want a hand up, right? Like they may have not been taught about the credit system. Like we do a, such a poor job of that here in the US of you're, it's easy to go get credit, but nobody teaches you what how to do it responsibly, right? So you go and make a mistake in your early 20s. That haunts you for seven years if you don't correct that issue. We believe that that's why an app like Cambio exists is to step in and say, hey, you don't have to feel like you're alone or you don't have that smart relative that's there to go and help you through this or you don't have a bailout to go and do this. You need somebody like Cambio to go ahead and be there to give you to be that hand to help you stand back up. Right. So there is a social impact element to this. The story that I would go and share with with everyone about why this is such an important piece is I, I think about one of our members um, who has declared for bankruptcy twice before the age of 40. 
right? And this is an individual that, uh, at, you know, at one point or another, opened up multiple credit cards, had issues uh, not paying it back, declared for bankruptcy the first time, got a bad advice again, went out and declared for bankruptcy a second time, worked with us. And the biggest thing that they get to is it's it's almost this point of um, they're just kind of fed up. They're kind of fed up with the way that things are kind of happening. So they want to change and they want to change for the for the better. And part of it is building out discipline, right? So one of the ways that the app actually helps people out is giving them the true story of here's everything that you're kind of dealing with and here's ways to go and fix it. Now, here's a step-by-step -step guide to go and do it. And the great success story for us was this is an individual that came to us that had a credit score of a six, 610, I think it was, or 611 or 612 at that point. And through the months, this is not instantaneous. It doesn't happen overnight. But through the months, over a three to four month period, was able to raise their credit score up to a 710. That was one of the cool parts of it, right? But the second thing was it ensured that they had hope because they started to see it now. They started to see the small changes that they were making were actually building hope for themselves. So what did they actually do? So this, this is important because this is where AI plays a factor into this. We were able to take their connected bank account, run their information through and identify transactions where they were spending less than $25 in a monthly period. And we just pointed it out to them. We said, here are all the times that you're spending less than $25. Do you need to go and do this? And the answer was no. Like this is feedback that we received from this individual. The answer was no. So they ended up cutting out about four transactions a month. So it amounted to about $100. So now this individual who had a $0 savings over a seven month period built up a $700 savings. It may not mean much to a lot of a lot of individuals to build up a $700 savings, but for this individual, what they said was, this is the most amount of money I've had in a savings account ever. Now, today, they're at a point where they have over $3,200 saved in their bank account because they've even gotten more aggressive in regards to savings. So my point is this, right? Little wins lead to big rewards. And that could be the same for us as entrepreneurs. That could be the same for consumers too, right? It, you know, Paul Graham from YC has the philosophy of compounded growth is, is, is a big thing in life, in anything that you do, whether you're doing weight loss, whether you're doing reading for the first time, writing, you're trying to improve your finances or as entrepreneurs, as we're building up our businesses, you don't become, you know, this big giant company by all of a sudden going from zero to a thousand. It's the compounded growth that you continue to do month over month, week over week, day to day over day, that really amounts to big wins for you. And that's the same thing that we really try to apply back to our users, but then also what we're trying to do as a business as we build our way up to. If you're interested in learning more, come by at cambiomoney.com. Um, also check us out on Instagram and all the social media sites at cambio.money. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold awarded journey hosted by Martin Piskorik, connecting with listeners in 95 countries. 
and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.